Less Than 2000, the podcast. Welcome to Less Than 2000, the podcast about all things 80s and 90s. We, we're, we're on episode, like, what is it, 25 or something like that? Yeah. Give or take. And, and you're going you're gonna to come in with an announcer voice like that? Like we're, like we're live radio? Hey, welcome to uh, with that little thing you do. Every single show in the world does say what they are at the top. But, I mean, we're better than that. Uh, we let people behind the curtain. We break the fourth wall regularly. We start, we just throw you into the middle of our episode. No introduction, no no anything. We're just like, boom, you're in it. I am going to let everybody know off the top, I am going to sing some lyrics on this. This movie is rated R, so you better believe it's got some foul language in it. However, I'm going to do a clean version, but even though it's the clean version, I'm going to leave it for the very end so, so sensitive people can tune out before I, I start doing a a radio edit version before i let you get away with people hearing you say a sensitive version because i I take i have to take offense to that for a part of our listener base for part of us because if they're in the they're in the car we're supposed to be somewhat family friendly we beep stuff out and Mm -hmm. and if you got kids in the car that you're expecting that you know what i mean that's not them being sensitive there's children in the car and depending on what the episode, and I take it they probably wouldn't be listening to CB4 in the car with their kids regardless. However, I think it's unfair to call them sensitive. Well, okay. Y- y'all y'all people with kids, I, I, I especially don't relate to that, so I, I don't know. But okay, so for you that are being good parents, not sensitive, for those of you that are being good quality parents and shielding your kids from foul language and suggestive themes... You're doing the right thing, and I want to let you know now, you can listen to this whole episode and just tune out in the last 10 seconds or so. So let's bring this in. I mean, CB4 is, I remember you saying this at one point, I mean, how how completely, not I don't want to say underrated, but it was kind of ahead of its time. I mean, yes. rap was just, I mean, you know. NWA and 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 Snoop Dogg and Dre and like all these rap artists were coming out and then here comes Chris Rock doing a parody movie basically on NWA cuz he was straight out of low cash mm-hmm. and it was hilarious but I wonder if it didn't garner the the attention that it probably should have because it was ahead of its time. It was ahead of its time. Yes, it, it very well said and I'm glad you I'm glad you kind of prefaced it because I'm wondering how many people even remember CB4. So CB4 came out in 93. And and in 93 Chris Rock was still just kind of a bit part even on SNL. But even in this movie, he he's still finding his way. He in my opinion, he wasn't ready for prime time yet. He was not ready to be a leading man in a movie. And, and, and my question for you, and the question that I want to mull over and, and have the audience decide as we talk and and come to a resolution at the end of the... Was this movie good? It was not very popular. It did not do very well in the theater. I, I mean, it, it, it more than broke even. But like I said, it's obscure. I don't think time remembers it very well. Was this a good movie? What did you think when you were a kid watching this, when you and I rented it back in the day versus now, do you think it was, did you think it was good then? Do you think it's still good now as an adult, as a now 40 year old? First off, when we were kids, we absolutely loved this movie. I mean, it was, it was hilarious. It was a, a wonderful parody on 
you know, gangster rap on the creation of, I don't even, I don't even know what, I don't even know how to say that. They were, they were a bunch of guys from the suburbs who wanted to be street and made up a storyline of that they came from the ghetto and then became, then, then, and then looked like Easy E and NWA and everybody and then, mm-hmm. and then rose to fame to be the biggest stars on the planet. The premise of it is absolutely hilarious. And as a kid, yes, loved it. Watching it last night, it lost a little bit of its wonder and luster and merit for me. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are some parts of the movie that I shake my head at. Knowing that it's a parody, I don't think every joke's going to land and it's definitely not going to land forever. Because there are things that are going to become taboo. There are things that you would maybe say then that you wouldn't say now. And so because of that, it, it is a little different. It's a different experience. But it didn't take away from the enjoyment of at least watching it again. Good breakdown. I, I, so I, so I, if I were to parse that intelligent an- analysis there, just bottom line it for me, 2020, thumbs up or thumbs down? No, I, I want you to go first. Well, I'm afraid to admit this one. I want you to go first. Don't, I want don't you put to lock in me. your answer. Why? No, I don't want to lock in my answer. I, I'm here to have a debate on CB4. So, so, so what I'm what I'm curious to find out about is, was it ever good? Is it good now? Did times change? Did I change? That's what I want to know. And and, and to just 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 cut through all the BS. I'm going to tell you now, I think this movie sucks. I thought it was terrible. What? In 2020, okay. thumbs way down. As you as you mentioned, we loved it growing up. Having just rewatched it, didn't laugh a single time. I was struggling to find anything of quality to 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 and not just rip this this movie to shreds. Okay, I mean, I mean, listen. I know if I was to give it a thumbs up, I know there's I know I would probably lose a lot of street cred if I defend this movie too much. Not As that I have had much, any street yeah. Yeah, not, not that I have any any street cred now. However, if I gave it a thumbs up, it would like destroy any chance of street cred. It would just be gone. <laughs> I know this is not a good movie. I know that it sure as hell does not hold up. I'm not a complete idiot. I'm just saying there are parts of this movie that I'm surprised you didn't laugh at at all. That 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 going down memory lane and watching it, there were some parts that I found funny. I think without the nostalgia, without my specific memories of you and I watching it in our basements growing up, this would have been even worse. I mean, the only way I could possibly get through it was to see if I remembered certain things and, and how, how they may have changed over time. I, I, I think... I cannot recommend this film anybody. I will let you know it's it's available. It's available on HBO Max. That's how I watched it. So if you want to give it a shot, I will never discourage from somebody from giving it a shot. I think you'll be severely disappointed. But I also think, you know, make up your own mind. You know, I wanted to go back and talk about what you were saying earlier about kind of the style of comedy. I think it was it didn't know what it wanted to be. It did have it reminded me a lot of Airplane. And Naked Gun in several instances. I mean, just the over-the-top, like, breaking any sense of... You know, it's a cartoon kind of comedy. Oh, but but but, but I, gotta, I gotta interrupt you, man. I'm sorry. I don't think there's a person out there that doesn't realize that Airplane and Naked Gun and those movies are way better done than CB4. Sure. 
I'm just saying it's okay. it, it it does. I'm not sure the movie knows what it wants to be, and I'm not even sure I, the movie knows what message is, is it is it is it is it celebrating rap, or is it or is it par- or is it on it? I mean, what what is it? On, on one hand, it's kind of like it seems like it's this uh, this 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 great cultural force. On another hand, it's like well, it's all dumb and and like manufactured and just a product of the system. And, and I'm not sure what even its own thoughts on gangster rap is. You know, I I, I you know, wow. I think you're going to have the smart point of this episode because <laughs> I. I you're right. Having even just watched it, I think I was so enamored by the 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 nostalgia of it that that you saying that you're right. It it didn't. I don't know whether it celebrates or tears down. Does it divide or build up? I, I couldn't answer. The only arc that really truly exists is that it became a personal j- journey for Chris Rock's character MC Gusto. Mm-hmm. You know, Albert. by the end. He just wanted to be plain old simple Albert, you know, <laughs> and then he looks really, he looks really like, you know, khakied up like, and smiles at the camera at the end. Like, I'm just going to be Albert. Yeah. And like, that's the, now magically it's okay. So he's the only one that really has an arc. And it would be one thing I would give it credit if, if I felt like the answer was both, like it both celebrates and parodies and on, on gangster rap. I, I if it, if that were the answer, I would I would be okay with that and I would accept that. I don't think it even really gets to that point. Yeah, but you got to look at the time, man. So you got to remember when this movie came out. This is where people watching this today that 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 if you didn't if you didn't know the history, you you'd kind of go, "Well, this doesn't make any sense." The reality is, this is the kind of stuff that was actually happening. NWA had been canceled. You know, Ice T had to have Cop Killer removed from his song politicians were up speaking about the youth of America and like this was really going on and it was very lame this was about the politicians that were out there standing up and and you know fighting for the minds of the youth and and that you know that line from Phil Hartman was like we're we're, we're going to have them banned and 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 jailed and with their with their feelings hurt <laughs> you know <laughs> it ended with a funny line but they were actually making they were making fun of what was actually going on. I agree with in that. America. I agree with that. I don't think they did it well, and I don't think they really made a point with it. It was just white guy using it for political capital. It was it, it never went beyond that. Did that story even have a resolution? Did that have an arc? Did something happen with Phil Hartman by the end? I don't think so. I think that character just kind of went away. I, I mean, I think you might be right. I'm that never to tied now. into anything like that seemed like. And that's another issue I have with this film. It has too much going on. I think it didn't. It was just a grab bag of ideas. He's got the stuff with his girlfriend. His girlfriend doesn't understand this lifestyle. They got the stuff with Gusto going on. The the girlfriend, the dad and family stuff, the black power stuff, the uh, the sort of satire slash celebration of rap. It just had so much, like, miscellaneous ideas just kind of thrown together that nothing really connected and nothing really had any effect. It was just like, almost like they were writing 
two-minute sketches for, for SNL, and it all kind of got thrown together and, and mixed up, and, and out this movie comes. Oh, you know, so wait, so what you're saying is... I think there's it's both really, it's too really much sad and not that enough. It, you know what you're saying is that you think this movie is so bad, it's weird, oh, it's not perfect. You know, you got a comedian who's known for doing sketches, known for doing stand-up comedy, and oh, man, he didn't write the perfect genius script through and through. Of course it had mistakes. He was a first-time writer. Wasn't he? You're not, I mean, you're not hearing this, me. This isn't about this isn't, it's not a perfect script. I've never held any movie to that standard. I'm saying this movie actively sucks. This was poorly written, poorly executed, <laughs> did not have a point. Did not if it had points, it didn't make them well. I'm saying far more than I, this isn't nitpicking. I'm saying this is a movie. The, the 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 script is the main problem, and also, I mean, the casting. Uh, I don't think. Really, any of the casting was good at all, except Charlie Murphy. I will. I. I was. I'm skipping ahead to. I have three things that I that I think are good about this film. Charlie Murphy okay. was good. I thought Charlie he was Murphy funny. was great. I he, was he was very funny. He, he was. He and he took it seriously. And it's like he seemed like the only actor whose heart was a hundred percent committed to this. Not even Chris Rock, who who starred in and and co-wrote this film, and it's his first thing, his first big, you know, shot. Uh, trying to do something with his fame on SNL. I know. And he did not seem to commit it to the role. He seemed like he was almost embarrassed to be in the movie. Charlie Murphy was was absolutely the best part of this movie. Charlie Murphy! <laughs> I did like the other rappers, though. I thought I thought I thought the other guys in the You did? I thought they were great. You got the you got the 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 bigger dude who's like totally like he's like raising 12 sisters or nine sisters yeah, or whatever it yeah, is yeah. and then, you know, clearly isn't getting laid but like knows how to drop a sick beat and all that kind of stuff. But he's kind of humble. He was like the fun guy who's along for the ride. His performances were fine. And then and then you had the other dude, Dead Mike. Yeah, Dead Mike. He was from the Cosby show. He wasn't one of the Cosby kids, but he was like from the Cosby show. And I thought that was interesting. That is. I did not know that, actually. I didn't think he was good. I thought he sucked. I thought his performance. And, and like, it was Chris, one note. I mean, it was one note. But I mean, you know, he, he hit the note just fine. I'm just surprised with his connections at SNL and the connections he would have made coming up as a stand-up kind of sketch comedian that he wouldn't have found better people to back him up. I, I just, I didn't think he was very good. I, I don't think either of them were very good. I don't think any of the, the, the actors or actresses were, were did much for me at all. What do you mean? I always liked the girlfriend. The nice girlfriend. Yes. Uh, I, I will say she is, she was okay. She was a good girlfriend. She was also in Half-Baked. She was the girlfriend, Mary Jane in Half-Baked. And I bring that she up. She was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know because, that. Well, the, the director of this film is Tamara Davis. Um, and, and she also did Billy Madison and Half-Baked. Both of those are, are very much better movies than CB4. Yeah. Rachel True is her name. So so she was she was all right, but she, I mean she was hardly in it. I mean uh Sissy, the uh the gold digger one was way more prominent in this in way this Way more film. prominent. Yeah. No, she was way more prominent. I I she that woman, I will say that the, the she played the character fine, but it annoyed me. And I think maybe it was supposed to annoy you, but the whole time I'm sitting here going, this is what the pinnacle of of what they're the the women the woman they're trying to get in the movie yeah. <laughs> that's it 
Yeah. Because I thought the girlfriend was way better. I'm like, dude, that's not even that's not even close. You go for the girlfriend that you already have, who's mm-hmm. amazing, and you already have her. And even if you didn't, she would be the one you should want to have. I, I agree with you on that. Okay, so there are these great cameos at the beginning. I don't know about you, but I seem to have a memory of having way more cameos throughout the film. Don't you? I I just seem to remember like there were many sections of cameos, but no, they were all at, they were all at top. And 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 fr- quite frankly, I thought Ice T's performance in his parody <laughs> cameo was was probably the funniest. Uh, it was I like was over blessed, the top Gene. performance. <laughs> Gusto <laughs> stepped up to me, says, "Yo, Ice, you down with CB4? I was blessed, man." <laughs> and then you had Halle Berry, yes. Ice Cube. Flava Flav, Shaquille O'Neal, and Easy E. I thought the Easy E was hilarious. Don't because forget about Chris Butthole Surfers and Butthole Surfers. But Easy E was hilarious because that cameo. I mean, that's what Chris Rock looks like in this film with the Jerry curl and yeah. the hat. And he and, goes, and first Eazy-E. off, you got to crim that yeah. Jerry cool motherfucker thing that you got going on right there. <laughs> I love how Easy E even made fun of his own image parody. I, See, I, and that's and that's why I think you know. Yes, it was not a a, a really good movie, but it attracted so many people. I don't know what they thought of the movie after it came out. I have never bothered mm. to look that up. <laughs> I mean, maybe Easy E was like, "What the hell did I do to my career?" But the thing is, I, I think it it celebrated it just enough while poking fun. And and it's and Easy E and Doctor Dre others they really were from you know the streets and so you know they were making fun of people that were trying to jump on the bandwagon yeah they were trying to make fun of like I want to be hard I want to be a rapper I'm from suburbia so I'm going to make up an entire backstory about how I'm from the streets and cell block four and they really weren't and they learned their lesson at the end so I think it had just enough to where real like. Ice Cube and Easy E and all them, they could get behind it just enough because they know the parody of it. But it's not knocking gangster rap. It's knocking if you fake it yeah. and make it up and you're not sincere. Yep. That's what they're knocking. And I think that's what makes the movie slightly redeemable is the fact that if you look at it from that that context it's still celebrating it a little bit while making fun of what if somebody made this up. There you go. I mean, it, it see, see that to me sounds interesting on paper that, that, that should work. It's just, maybe it's more the execution and by execution, I mean, not I, that, that includes all of it. That includes the script, the casting, the, the performances, sure. the editing. Uh, Cause that does sound like a good premise. Phil Hartman is another one of those good things about it. I, 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 good things about the film. I don't think anything he did was particularly funny, but his performance was good. It was basically his Bill Clinton, but it's funny because his son was very much like you and I were when we were his age. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We were twelve. Well, we were a little old. older. That kid was like that. Kid had to be like eight in the movie. Oh, I mean, I, it was yeah, ten. I mean, it was it was yeah. a, it was a very exaggerative state of where we were at. But I love when he goes in, when the dad like pulls the the poster off that after he arrests them, their music skyrockets and he just stares at his son and rips the poster down and storms out. Yes. And then the kid opens the door and it's just CB4 everywhere. Posters, there's like 
you know, sporting event seat backs that are CB4. I mean, it's just CB4 everywhere. Yeah. And it's, he puts his headphones on. I'm like, that was us. <laughs> that was us. And that was that was my room. I mean, I had, you know, public enemy stuff everywhere, doggy style, all this, all this, all of that stuff. That is what it looked like. But, but the, okay, so Phil Hartman, Charlie Murphy are, are the two good things that I thought about the movie. And then, and then finally, the soundtrack, the original motion picture soundtrack. I, I really enjoyed it. It has good stuff on it. It's got a Public Enemy song. Yep. It's got MC Ren from NWA uh, with Mayday on the front line. And it, a good good original song. And then Beastie Boys, Stick 'em Up. Yep. And then, of course, the two originals, including Sweat From My Balls and Straight Outta Low Cash, which I will sing as soon as you're done making any final points you may have. I think it was a good attempt at telling a story at a point at a point in time when this kind of stuff was really getting on the censorship of it and 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 rap was just becoming into the into the mainstream homes of suburbia so i i I think they attempted to tell a funny version of what was actually really going on and i stand by what i said earlier the script had to be good enough to get all of those other people that were really famous rappers like the famous of the famous (laughs) of the famous as cameos in your movie, and of course, Shaquille O'Neal, who looked so young, by the way. Oh my God. Like, so He would have been a rookie in 93. Yeah. So I guess I, I'm not, I, I want to celebrate it for what it is, even though it was clouded amongst a delivered final product that may have been quite subpar, especially by today's standards, and mm. quite frankly, also kind of by 1993 standards. <laughs> I you give it credit for the effort and the idea. I do too. I think if this movie was well done and executed the way it could have been, it could have been a timeless classic. Agreed. This thing came out at the perfect time and had and had enough things in place that it could have been well remembered and we wouldn't even have to remember it remind people, hey, there's this movie called CB4. It had Chris <laughs> Rock. Oh yeah, uh, maybe you should does anybody remember it even? Yep. So Do you want to wrap up the singing? Yeah. So so like I said, we're not gonna we're not gonna have any uh no swears on this, but it's still a little racy. So I'm going to start and uh, you can turn it off in three, two, one. Straight out of low cash, a crazy mf named Gusto. I F your wife because the B is a big H. I F your sister. I F your cat. I would have F your mom, but the B is too fat. Wow. That's it. That's a good censored version. <laughs> I noticed how, f- and one thing I noticed, notice how few of words actually existed in that rap. <laughs> <laughs>